Apple's iPhone is as much an enterprise device as it is a consumer device these days, and prices are being pushed to where we'd hope the market would bear no more. TomTom is leaving the smartwatch and wearable segment, but like Motorola did before, they're doing so voluntarily and not like Pebble or Jawbone because of the financial inability to continue. Microsoft seems to be leaving everything consumer except for their long-held positions in game consoles and input devices. Long story short, hardware is hard, or at least that's what industry pundits have said for many years. And we're in a world where hardware integration of software is more important, more valuable, and harder to achieve than ever before. This leads you, us, and even the tech companies themselves to some pretty heavy consumer tech apathy. This is Multi-New Media, Episode 84. This is Multi-New Media. Hi everyone, I'm Chase Raz and Chris Ayers is with me. Chris... Well, well, hi, how you doing? Hi, eh, been a rough couple of weeks, but um, you know, had a death in the family and had some uh, issues at work, and uh, we got hit by a hurricane. And I mean, look, I, I, I'm not trying to take away anything from the people who were hurt and had lots of property loss and stuff. Just in my mind, I know where I'm situated in Tampa, and I know for the most part the unlikely path it has to go to swing out into the Gulf and come back and hit us full strength. Right. It's unfortunate. It's going to hit other people first and they're going to take the brunt of it. And so I didn't really fear for my safety, but I do feel terrible about all the people that, that did have to uh, go through a lot or, or got injured or, or lost property or family. And yeah, so. Yeah. And I mean, more, moreover, I was, I'm more <laughs> concerned about Puerto Rico for, um, what was it? Hurricane Maria that hit them after. Yeah. I have a number of coworkers. My, one of my bosses is from Puerto Rico. I have a number of coworkers who have family from Puerto Rico or are, are from Puerto Rico. I've been to Puerto Rico, um, twice. The last time was like last year or the year before. Uh, and, uh, I know it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Um, not for a long time. I went, I, I drove, we, we, we took a bus up to Arecibo. And I remember like getting off the inter- they, they got off the highway and started going like over mountains and back roads and stuff. And I'd heard that Arecibo got damaged from Maria and like the paths to it were, were blocked or down trees and stuff. But yeah. just oh, 55% of people right now are without water. I, I mean, that's just, I, I don't even that's know. crazy. How to- it was like 97% of people without power. Yeah. You know, I feel bad for him because um, it's what three ish or more weeks after uh, the hurricane hit us. Now, it hit the Keys as a category four. It hit mainland Florida as category three. By the time it got here, the eye wall went straight over uh, my home. And and it was, you know, a weak category two, strong one. And here, all these weeks later, I actually had a power outage today related to the storm because they're still doing work, they're still picking up debris. It's been a slow response, which scares me. Florida's going really slow with this. 
You know, this is normally clockwork for us, but I, I don't know what's going on. But, you know, I'm not worried yeah. about all of that as much unless somebody's in harm's way or unless I can do something for somebody right now. I just want to say I, 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 I definitely sympathize with you. I feel bad for you. I know you, you had a death in the family and that uh, that sucks. My my deepest sympathies to you. Yeah. The uh, but I, I would just say donate if you can to, to help the people of Puerto Rico. Um, definitely. Part of the problem they're facing is donor fatigue. People gave to Harvey. People gave to Irma. Earthquakes. And earthquakes, and then this happened. There's also this miscon- you know, misconception a lot of people have, like, oh, the great and powerful U.S. adopted this poor little island, and you know, they're like the redheaded stepchild. They don't really need us. They, oh, they they were in bankruptcy or financial problems. They're people. They need help. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't. I just, it doesn't matter. I, I don't understand that whole sentiment of, of <laughs> so, treating them. Uh, if you can help out, absolutely. That, that's my two cents. So hopefully people will do that. Um, one thing we're here to do today is just to catch up. We, you know, we've ended up doing quite a few of these catch up shows this year because life has just been so busy and throwing everything at us. Um, and and everybody else is in this situation too. It's not just us. So I guess we'll just go through a couple of things and quite frankly talk. And uh, that's one of the best ways to catch up. Just talk to people who are also in the know and have a different vantage point and uh, get yourself caught up to speed. And I will say this, we already started our conversation and we paused to put the show introduction here. So if it feels like we're walking right back into an existing conversation, we are. Yeah. So um, what what had we been? We were talking about basically our big tech companies, Amazon and Microsoft and Google and Apple and and what's going on with those. And uh, you were talking about Apple. Quite a few um, quite a few things going on. And I know we're going to talk about them again because they all have events here in October and we tend to do a late October show about that. But there's been a lot of August, September news. Well, every year they announced the new whatever from Apple and <laughs> like how you this put that, year the new instead whatever. of the 7S it's the 8 which is just a it's a 7S but you know so um, they've announced their new phone the 8 and the 8 plus and uh, my wife had the 6 and the 6S and so she wanted an upgrade and uh, so she got an 8 plus so she likes the bigger phone it's much faster it, it's very nice but it's it's just like a little faster version of the 7 Plus. Um, I did go ahead and order one of the new Apple Watches. I, I have the Apple Watch version 1. I love it. Um, pretty much love everything about it. The battery life could be a little bit better, but... What it, is the battery life? Um, well, I have a charger by my bed, and I have a charger at work. And so I can usually get like a day and a half. Uh-huh. And so... Yeah, you know, if I'm just sitting at my desk, I'll just throw it on the charger for 15 or 20 minutes and put it back on. And- now, wait a second. Is is doing that getting you a day and a half or is it a day, a day and a half between charges, period? It's like a day and a half between charges. Like, okay. it, it'll, it'll go from full. Like, if, if I wear it all day one day, I can get through, like, most of the next day or, or, or I'll, I'll throw it on the charger at work. That's, you know, like 10 a.m. the next day. That's how the Microsoft and, band was, and that's what has me probably leaning back towards something simple like a Garmin or a Fitbit. That, that gets that. really aggravating. I would say that, but I, I I started with a Fitbit, which, yeah, worked for like a week. And then I didn't get notifications, though. Ah. 
So having notifications, like we use Slack, we use Teams, email. Um, I get Facebook notifications, calendar stuff. I can look at my watch and I know the room and, and the place. I just, the interaction with the data that's important to me on my phone or, you know, that's on my watch is just phenomenal. And then um, it works great with my headphones. So I can pair my headphones to my watch and I can put music on my watch and I can just go out without having my phone. And you, you said the if watch now has a cellular model, right? So the, the one that was just announced has – it's the Apple Watch 3 with cellular. And so you can make and receive calls without your phone. Uh, you Most companies offer number share plans like AT&T and Verizon and T-Mobile. Your watch will share the same phone number as your cell phone. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can get the calls. But that means that I can leave my phone at home and get notifications, like email notifications or, or things like that, even when I don't have my phone with me. Um, I, I originally wasn't going to get the cellular model, but I ended up talking myself into it. <laughs> and so I – I don't even know. I, I, what... it, it's like a week out getting the, the cellular model. I'm um, looking up right now. Um, they are uh... – you know, they have – they're supposed to be water resistant, so you can go swimming with them, and they have barometers, and they can calculate your O2. What are these things, They're, like $400, $500? Uh, the low ends are, Four, like, the smaller ones are, like, 350 and the 38-millimeter the ones are 350 and the, the larger ones are 399 or 429 something like that. Uh, well, the, I'm looking at Verizon right now, and they're a little higher. The Verizon starts at 350, uh, 399 but, yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. But, I, but I, that's all leading up to Apple's big release, I guess, which is the iPhone X, which is their first OLED. Mm-hmm. And it's, Yay, Samsung. It's, yeah, <laughs> edge-to-edge, like no bezel. It's 5.8-inch display in the size of the, the smaller form factor, but it's got a bigger screen than the bigger form factor because there's no bezels. Do you know how far off I am... Um, from following consumer tech right now, I don't nope. even know. Is Apple doing another October event or did was there September? That was it. That was and, it. And yeah, they also were pushing. They finally supported uh, key charging. The iPhone 8 has a glass back and the 8 Plus and the new X all have glass backs so that they can do key charging and we'll, we'll work with. You can do some wireless good. It's about finally. time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I'm just glad they didn't roll their own. They are making their yeah. own version of a key charger to like a big wide mat that can support the the watch and the phone and like airpods all at the same time but that's wonderful it's actually gonna be the key standard you not know, a new standard I, i'm i'm just heartbroken here and i i so i switched from windows phone to android I'm, so did uh, bill gates by the way yeah yeah and then that's been in the news <laughs> that's actually why i'm bringing it up and i'm not thrilled necessarily and I keep hearing about all this stuff going on in the Apple world the stuff that Microsoft had been working on years and years ago and I mean a little cheap old Lumia had wireless charging and and you have to pay all this money to get in this ecosystem I'm almost convinced that if it wouldn't cost me $1,500 or more to get the type of iPhone I'd want and the type of watch I'd want I'd, I'd probably <laughs> switch to to Apple right now because I'm just not I, I don't know. I'm not, not Android. I'm not digging the experience. It's like notification <laughs> overload. Uh, the settings are all over the damn place. It's not like the iPad at all where I can just settings done. Click, click, click. So I, I, I know that you're, you've been anti Apple. Uh, uh, well, 
Uh, not anti-Apple, anti-iPhone. So I have a large number of programmer and, and, and sysops type people, and most of them use Android. And they all look at me funny with my iPhone. And I fiddle around on my computer all the time. Yeah. But my phone just works. That's what I'm looking for. That's I, why I, I was on Windows. Fiddle. I don't have to fiddle with it. I, I It just works. I, I have every app I could want. Uh, the watch works with it. I get the notifications. The camera works. Tap, tap. Facebook uploaded. Done. Like, my wife loves her devices. My iPad just works. My son's phone just works. I don't fiddle with it. Now, I understand the appeal of Android because if you spend the time, you can make your phone into anything you want it to be. Right. Like, I mean, within reason. The caller ID handler to go bring up their Facebook or Twitter profile. Right. When they, you get a call, you you can uh, replace any map program with any other map program. Swap out the default thing with this, with that, and you can twiddle with it and fiddle with it till your heart's content. And all of that's super cool. But we're talking. I mean, at that point, you're you're playing with consumer features. Like as as a business, we just need it not necessarily out of the box to run. But it's the little things like there are some, you know, I mainly switch for apps because I still have my Lumia and I, I love it. I use it as a Wi-Fi device, but it's because they have no app support. But OS wise, I'd be back on Windows in a heartbeat. And I guess I guess iOS is the closest thing to it. I'm a little bit surprised that Bill Gates went Android except for the Samsung S8 Microsoft edition. I have a feeling that's what he's using. And okay. uh I, you know, I just, I don't know. It's, I no, see that the, the writing was on the wall two years ago and it's just done. I, I could be wrong on the numbers. I think in America, the number one selling phone is like an iPhone. I think or so. The, I think the iPhone eight or you know, like the old the iPhone seven was like the number one selling phone right. at the time. But when you step back, if you look at the ecosystem, it's like, well, Samsung has like 20 models. And then you have the low-cost providers like LG and all these others, and they have hundreds and hundreds of Android phones on the market that are each fighting for a share, and then you have five iPhones. And so in the big scheme of things, yes, Android is a much bigger ecosystem than Apple. Right. But in America, the iPhone It's pretty much 50-50, isn't it? Maybe it is like 50-50. It's pretty I close mean, in the U.S. Whatever it is, it's it's not it's not some skewed. But worldwide, it's like a drop in the bucket. Right, worldwide, it's over eighty percent Android. Yeah, I mean, absolutely ridiculous. But I oh, I, I don't. Way, yeah, um, BlackBerry just released a new phone. I don't like, even like last month. I, thought. I don't even put news alerts on them anymore. <laughs> I just I it was some weird thing I saw, and <sighs> they had come out with like a new phone last month. Powered See. by Android, the BlackBerry Key One. This is the general state of discontent <laughs> of that I have with consumer electronics right now, yeah. because almost everything I like has been abandoned, whether it's Microsoft or other people. Yeah. And it's just, I'm I'm not feeling the alternatives. I I saw a great vision coming to coming to light, and then uh, the market didn't agree with me, <laughs> and now so, I have none of my toys. Since we already talked about it. I'm going to bet you were a Zune adopter. No, no, I never had a Zune. So I had an original iPhone and I was curious about Zune because I've always been a big Windows user. I got one off of Craigslist and I actually, it it was a good device. I had no problems with the Zune or the Zune software. Yeah. Um, I used it for a while. I didn't, I didn't buy up and get newer ones. 
But uh, that became what? Xbox Music? Well, became Groove? Groove. And we have sad news for everyone out there. If you're a big Zune fan and you've been along with it, uh, (laughs) Groove Music will be no more. I think it's at the end of this year. It's going to be shut down. You won't even be able to buy albums in the Windows Store, which is, of course, being renamed the Microsoft Store. You can't can't even buy music from Microsoft anymore uh, after the end of this year. So Groove will be shut down. I don't know what that means for Windows 10, quite frankly. Because I'm curious about what it's going to mean to some of their games. Forza Horizon 3 had Groove integration. Well, most Xbox, you can play Groove in the background in almost any... No, no, no. It was like in the menus oh. of it. They, they, they pushed it because you get in a car and you drive around in a car. A car has a radio. Well, it's going to be like every Microsoft service now. It's just going to sit there and stare at you and go, sorry, you can't do this anymore. We decided to turn it off. You know, they. I mean, I, I, I guess they threw it at the wall and it didn't stick. It well, I mean, it never really stuck. It when it was Xbox Music, it didn't stick as Groove. But my my bigger thing is right. Groove is the default music player in Windows 10. Well, that's because it used to be the the media player, and then it Groove became the media player. No media player. Media player is still in Windows 10. You just have to call it up by name. Groove is still the default music player. Like, why would you? <laughs> if you knew you were shutting this thing down and you've got an OS update coming out, why would you not put Media Player back as the default? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping. Uh, but, but, I mean, basically what we're seeing is Apple's got expensive hardware. I mean, they have some inexpensive. They have the SE, right? The iPhone SE. Which so, is, they, so they did drop off stuff. They, they Remember, they came out with a $10,000 $10, Apple Watch when they first launched. Remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> They had some but, that were more than that, and then you could get custom bands. But they killed it off. You you can still get the custom bands. You Aww. can still pay like six, seven hundred dollars for like a fancy band. Right. But but it. Oh, did they find out nobody wanted to pay ten, twenty thousand dollars for an i uh you know the Apple Watch? But and everyone's railing for the iPhone X because it's going to be started a thousand dollars. Started a thousand. But nine ninety nine for the the was it the sixty four gig or one twenty eight gig model, but. On the flip side, how much is a Galaxy Note 8? $960? Yeah, but okay, so come on now. Always... Can you really compare the two? Galaxy Note 8 has pen support. Multi uh, Does does iOS even have multi, uh, multi-window multi support right now? I believe on the iPad. The, the, like it, they, there is some, some picture-in-picture stuff. Like I was doing something with YouTube, and it I was able to move it down to the side and go back and, and do some stuff. But yeah, but so that's where like I'll say did. Android is ahead of iOS, at least in that. I mean, they've got I agree. floating windows coming. They've got, you know, it, yeah. I, I liked Microsoft's Continuum, which apparently I guess will be dead too, but um, Dex, Dex is a nice replacement for that if you do have to go Android. Continuum was UWP, Universal Windows Apps. Those still exist because they want you writing apps that work on Xbox and Windows 10. Yeah, how long till that's and, done? I mean, I'm and, I'm and seriously thinking that Microsoft is going to pull completely out of consumer the way they're. We'll see what they say later this month with the mixed reality stuff. But they just dropped the Xbox X that's wh- coming out next month. That doesn't the mean Xbox they wouldn't. That okay, so they've fought spinning that off for so long that I. Oh, I mean, Xbox. If you're an investor, do you have any confidence in Microsoft's consumer strategy right now? Other than me being pissed off because I like their stuff, if if you have. If you hold a portion of the company, do you have any confidence in their consumer department? Nope. Nothing. Nothing really? nothing is sacred over there. They've cut the band. They've cut the mobile devices. They're completely out, cutting music services, shutting down the store, not even really promoting UWP as much as they used to, right? They're talking about all these hybrid apps now, containerizing things. 
I really think they're trying to say we want the hell out of consumer. Okay, I could I could see that. I mean, um, so that, you know they're killing off Skype for business, right? To replace it with Teams, and yep. Teams is based on the next gen Skype platform. So Skype, when they they did some work with Skype and they they upgraded the versions, they made it all like RESTful APIs mm-hmm. and and. Uh, Teams uses that under the scenes now instead of the Skype for Business platform. It uses the the consumer version of Skype's. So what's that? And yeah, Skype will go back to just being a consumer. I think they're really yeah. trying to reposition that as mobile first over on Android and iOS with that new cool little waveform logo they have. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. But but um, yeah. It's, I, I, and know. they are going to do some consumer. I, I realize that the 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 mixed reality stuff they're pushing because all those headsets are launching now. Um, every time they've demoed it, it's always been commercial use, yeah, you know, business use. But I think maybe they're going the way to get the cost down for everybody is to get the businesses to buy in, have businesses buy lots of these things to bring the costs down, and people are going to have them at work doing these things, and then the consumer applications will spin off from that. I mean, we already have people working at Oculus and, and Vive for games, but just making the devices ubiquitous by bringing down the hardware costs, I think, opens the door to more people to play with it. I think that's where, yeah, Microsoft has a unique strategy, and I'm interested to see what they ha- what they do um, this October, what they do this month, because Cordy Ryerson from Microsoft um, was on episode 82, and she was talking about, you know, that's their vision of mo- um, mobility and that it's not just gaming and that you know all these yeah. things, but I'm thinking, okay, what are you what are you really selling a three hundred four hundred dollar VR or AR headset to someone for right now, except for gaming? I I can't figure that one out. I mean, they've got this great corporate speak, but at the same time, it's they're definitely off in la la land. Well, um, the company I work for, uh, we have some guys working on um, mixed reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he has AR and MR stuff. He he's doing some apps with the Hololens. He's also doing apps with the AR kit on the new iPhones, um, where it you know, like positional tracking. Like he had one application, and yeah, it was enterprise for like server monitoring, and they had it, it mapped out the server room and could put floating tags over the different servers with their current like CPU and memory stats. So you could just see what, how things were doing by the look, or you could see if networking was going out on one node. So you knew which node to, to mess with. You could just look at the stack and see the one oh, see, that I was like that. highlighted. And I know I'm being negative on the consumer side. It's not that I don't have a vision for what they should do for it. It's just, I'm pretty yeah. sure that Microsoft doesn't actually have a vision for it, despite what they say. Yeah. They're also, um, if you're looking at the developer side of thing, they've announced blockchain support. So the the technology that cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. like Ethereum and Bitcoin are based on, they've uh, actually a large number of companies have been looking into blockchain stuff, but Microsoft has a blockchain SDK uh, with I, Azure support. I, you know, I am happy that they're doing it. I think that fits in with Azure, so cloud computing very well. Um, uh, they've really, yeah, they just had Ignite and a bunch of the stuff at Ignite was about uh, improvements to some of their their cloud computing and VM. And what management. was with all that quantum computing stuff? All the quantum uh, talk. Well, got a quantum uh, compu- uh, quantum programming language coming out. Yeah. They they here's the other thing. I don't believe Microsoft anymore. 
Like, I'm sorry to be jaded, but they put HoloLens out in 2015 uh, in on the stage and said, oh, this is going somewhere. It, I'm sorry, it's the end of 2017, and we're talking about the first consumer headsets that are just VR. And now if they're going to start talking quantum, actually, I, I don't at, see that they're going to – what are they going to do? Turn it around in less than 10 no, years? At Build, they uh, announced – MR headsets from like eight different manufacturers. But they're not out until, you know, later this month. I know. It doesn't matter that they announced them a few months ago. We're talking over two years after saying, hey, we have this thing. Well, how long was Oculus in the dev kit? It was in it was like a, a dev kit, DK one and DK two for like two years. And and, and that's true, and they were they the, were crowdfunded. The, the, but how long was AR kit even known about before it was out? A couple months? Um yeah, not very long. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not saying they need to keep everything secret. I'm saying they need to figure out what the hell. Microsoft needs to figure out what they're doing. I'll give you that. I've heard all of their PR. I've had their people on the show. I've talked to people, other people behind the scenes. They have no idea what they're doing. I think they're going wherever they think they see an opportunity. I think they're saying that, and they have no idea where they see an opportunity. <laughs> you know? Um, so they have no vision. Uh, no, Apple has no vision. If I'm going to be negative, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be that guy in this episode, <laughs> Apple has no vision. So the iPhone 8's the rehash of the 7, I'll give you that. Oh, we made a better processor. Okay, throw it in there. I mean, they, they are... They, X is a copy of the Samsung S8. Right, right. And I don't fault them for that at all. That's what the market wants or giving that... But I, I, I mean, there is... Here's my problem with it. If, if Microsoft pulls out of this space and Apple's starting to chase Google and Google is doing okay i mean i feel like we have this complete shift of where the innovators are and that google's still in the innovation shift but they burned a lot of people a long time ago they burned people with android they burned people with home automation they burned people with collaborative suites i really think that we need to look at other companies i think that amazon is really one of the only companies that i can look at right now and go from a b2b perspective i think they have their stuff together well, I, there's a, a weird Venn diagram, too, just kind of what you were talking about. Like, if you look at phones, uh, phone OSs, mm-hmm. you've got Android and iOS. That's it, yep. But if you look at cloud computing, now you've got Android, or, you know, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft kind of pushing their different ways. The Google, uh, Google Cloud Compute, the, you know, Azure, and then AWS. Right. And then you're looking at uh, AR, Steam, and you know HTC are doing some of that stuff. And then Facebook and Oculus, but they also Facebook also has cloud compute, you know, because they do a big cloud. It's just this huge giant mess. So in which area are they innovating? Because Sony's going consoles, Microsoft's going consoles with Xboxes. Who who, who else is getting into that space? The phone space, it's different. Is it OSs or is it devices? What what technology in the devices? Samsung and has some great stuff on screens, but Sony has the chips used to take the pictures. So Apple's using Sony chips to be the the camera sensors on the iPhones. So Sony's improvements benefit multiple people. It's just this weird mishmash. It, it really is. We're in a, I think we're in a weird place right now. And yeah. I don't know who's going to pull out of I mean, right now, Amazon looks to, in to me. Area? Right. Well. Because now Cortana is supposed to work with Alexa, I think. Or is it Google Home? Like they're supposed to start cross-talking. And Google just paid Apple a 
kajillion dollars to be the default search on iOS again. Right, right. <laughs> kicking kicking Bing out of there, which that I, I made a public comment on um, uh, an audio social network over on Anchor uh, where I do some behind the scenes stuff for the show. I made yeah. a comment to someone that I, that's political. Come on. Like political. Y- yeah, you don't. Are, are you really banking on artificial intelligence with Google over micro? This is where Microsoft does have their stuff together. This is where they know where they're going. AI and machine learning. And you're going to bank on Google over Microsoft and AI well, and machine learning. So this is where I'm going to say something. Um, okay. Cortana. Yes. Cortana is on how many windows machines? All of them. Right. I'm running windows 10. How many people use it? Oh, no, nobody. Okay. Okay. So well, maybe to set reminders, but that's about it. Sure. And the windows 10 people. Sure. So even though it's available everywhere and maybe it's running some services behind the scenes, botnets because Microsoft has their bot API, maybe it gets enough user interactions to build up its, its language models and language processing model and to be useful based on human interaction. Look at Google and their assistant. It's on every Android device out there. It's on Google Home devices. How much user interaction from people on mobile devices and people on home devices does Google's assistant get? Quite a lot. And, and that's where so I'd, I'd put Amazon Apple in there as well. On a, if you're Apple on a mobile device looking for searches from an assistant to look for things mobile people are using, Google's a better choice. I'm sorry that, yeah, AI in Azure is is strong, but if you look at the amount of data that they've had to build up the models, Google probably has more real-time interactions. You know, that that little diagram and how you said everything's kind of wonky at the moment, I think that's a really good example of it. Because if you do look at screenless computing, voice computing, Google and Amazon, and no one ever saw Alexa coming out of left field and being this powerhouse but or, or Google Assistant because, you know, they didn't follow the trend. They didn't name it after a female name. But we have Google Assistant and we have Alexa and those two are really leading the pack. Uh, Siri is about as useless as Cortana and um, nobody Siri uses... for me most of the time because I'll... No, I don't mean I don't mean that. I mean useless in terms of future prospect. You're not going to go buy a Siri device as an alarm clock like you might an Echo. Uh, I right. I have an Echo sitting there, hands free. I just call out like when I'm cooking. So my wife at first didn't really get it, but I'm cooking. I'll be like set a timer for X amount of time. Uh, you know, I'll throw something in the oven. I'll just say set the timer. Or oh, sure. And I do that with Cortana and, and Google Assistant and everything else. Sure. Right. It works the same in all those. But, um, but but my point is for for this is one thing that I think is way underrated right now. Screenless computing is here, right? We're in the infancy of it, but it's here. And who's going to go out and invest in a Siri standalone? Who's gonna, Nobody's going to go out and do this uh, Harman Kardon invoke. Okay, yes. and But the same is true for what I was about to mention, the Cortana speaker from Harman Kardon, the Invoke. The, the super expensive one? Right, the I super expensive one. A couple of enterprises and a couple of uh, diehard no. Windows fanboys are going to go get that. But you're not. You're going to go buy an Echo if you want it. Yeah, I already have an Echo. And it works great. I would... 
So I think it's the the openness of the skill platform on Alexa mm-hmm. and, and on the Amazon platform that allows uh, people to play around and do stuff. I, I don't know how much um, how much the barrier to entry is on, for the development, but you can write some Python scripts or some JavaScript and boom, you've got a skill. Yeah. I think it's much, much harder to do that on the, you know, if Apple is going to have one, I think it would be much harder to just write it out. It'd probably be, you need more specialized skills, but um, I've heard that like, what was one of the best performing uh, companies on the fortune 500? Are you asking me? Yeah. One of the best performing Apple is one of the best performing. How about Domino's? Are they even on the Fortune 500? I thought they were. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I... Or as far as uh, their performance uh, over the last I couple mean, of years. I haven't seen they, any of their statements in like forever, so I don't know. But it was like as far as the food industry goes, and, and on the, they've just been supposedly making just amazing revenues because they've made it very easy to order food in different ways you know they've just lowered the bar to entry on everything and so that you know there's the alexa things where you can say order a pizza the the chatbots how many companies can just throw something on that like super easy are are you talking about our our companies get into these platforms or how many platforms are out there like hey let's just Let's just make a little skill and throw it out there. I mean, Maybe we'll, we'll get some interest. Maybe we'll, we'll I, have a new... I don't think a lot can do that right now, but I think that will change. But the thing is, what's the platform they're going to go to? They're going to go to Amazon's platform. They're not going to go to... Like you said, Siri's too hard to do that. Cortana, I know they're trying to create skills and all that, but it's too hard to do it. Uh, I don't even think it exists with Siri. I don't, I don't, I don't know. and I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist with Google. I think they... Are making it so that you can, um, what was it? Like, there's apps where you can, I think, register things, but I, I'm I'm not 100 uh, no. on how easy it is to register like a question or a capability with Siri. I think that's one of the things that they've been working on opening. But yeah, I think it's weird in this particular case that Amazon won kind of because they were first and they get this huge install base. Well, but no, they now, weren't first. Siri was first. In a standalone home device? Oh, no. Right. Yeah. But I've heard many people say that Google Assistant is is better in a lot of ways. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it is just from the pure user data that's available to it. I'm sure it absolutely is. That, that would make perfect sense. Yeah. It's just, it, it's here's kind of the point of what I want to see from these companies over this this is important because it's the holiday season, so they focus on their consumer side, and we're coming up on the new year, so they're focusing on how can we get the budgets from our enterprise and our business customers. And I, I don't see, except for a few key areas, I don't see purpose from from Microsoft. I see Apple going really hard to the consumer side with these expensive devices. Google's just I I I can't even get a pulse on Google. They're just operating as Google right now. And Amazon kind of leading the consumer space. But they're not looking at these things. So, yeah, we have mixed reality. But what are we doing with it other than hardcore enterprise applications and gaming? I don't see that middle ground. We have screenless computing that's already here. And I don't see anyone really trying to, other than other than Amazon, I don't see anybody really truly trying to chase it and make it a, um, a, you know, a big thing. 
I just wonder what are all of these companies doing that they're not getting the point that you can you need to specialize in one thing, but if you're a consumer and business tech company, you need to provide the ecosystem. That ecosystem is your one thing. And when you're Microsoft and you yeah. abandon part of it, or when you're when you're Amazon and you do the same thing and you give up on your phone strategy, no matter how much money it's losing, when you give up part of that ecosystem, you lose. I just don't know why they don't get that. Yeah, I think it's and the other part is they keep acquiring companies that that sometimes align and sometimes don't, and so they start branching out and in different directions, and like you said, maybe takes you away from the the ecosystem that they should focus on. I mean, if if you uh if you want to make phones right now and you don't have a payment solution and a music streaming solution and this that and the other, you you're missing the point. And then you look at the same for business, and that is I you know again there are areas where all these companies have it together. That's where Microsoft does have it together. I think with the Office division, Office is looking really solid right now. Azure is looking really solid. Apple, I mean, you just right now you can't beat Apple's integration with their ecosystem. No, it it. Everything just works great. So this leads me to the sort of the the wrap up of of where I'm at with tech right now, and then then I want to see where you're at. I'm extremely frustrated because you have all these great consumer op- options, but they don't okay. necessarily integrate together. There's no real steering vision. The companies don't seem they seem to be beta, beta testing with everything they're putting out. How will the market respond to this? Rather than somebody coming out with a clear vision and saying this is where we're going with it and what you'll be able to do with it. They're saying, we want to find out what you're going to do with it, and then they yank it. As soon as you figure out what you're doing with it and make it a crucial part of your daily life or put it into your business use, they yank it. And that's where I'm at with tech right now. Uh, I don't I don't have that problem. <laughs> I think that maybe your case is different. Maybe it's they have these products out there, and it seems like you keep hopping on ones that nobody else really likes. There's that possibility. But, it, but you but you've surrounded yourself with it and you like it, but no one else really does, and so you keep using it and then you get upset when it dies. I mean they're they're yeah, if I look at all the different not just Microsoft, when I look at all the different companies so, where that's happened, that that, that may oh, be the on. case. So the examples we already had, you liked Windows Mobile. No one else really did. So so you saw that everybody had Android and iOS, but you stayed with Windows Mobile till they canceled it. It worked for me. Fine. But it wasn't working for them. It wasn't profitable. It, it, it wasn't, they weren't getting partnerships. It was dying. It was dead. You knew it. Mm-hmm. But you stayed on anyways, even as you saw apps and support going to every other platform out there. You stayed with the one that you saw didn't get support. In a way, I kind of, I kind of got, so, I, I kind of got music. Duped. Yeah. If you ask anybody what music they listen to, it's not great probably music. say Pandora or Spotify or Apple Music or Google Play because those have nine ninety nine subscriptions just like Groove, and they had better support in their ecosystem. They had a better ecosystem, or you had Spotify, which was like in Pandora, which are more, more like cross ecosystems and cross boundaries, but. You chose the one that was mainly isolated to the dying platform. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it was there, and so you probably kind of was like, "Well, it's here. I'm going to use it. It's not that bad." And so, by the time you kind of settled yourself on, "I'm going to use it," is when they started trying to cancel it. Sure, sure. And I mean, I know a lot of people are feeling this way in the in the um, 
fitness and wearables market as well from the companies that have come and gone in that area. But I think once you once you adopt something not into your personal workflow, that's easy. I, I can switch out phones for my use sure. whenever and I don't care what it is. I, you could bring back an old dead, you know, Firefox phone for all I care. Um, when you integrate <laughs> it into your business workflow. I, I'm sorry, but I need you to support the damn thing for two years minimum. And I think that's where Microsoft, of all the companies I could list, pissed me off the most. Sell you a Lumia, you know, nine whatever. And then basically six months later, see, yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I need 18 more months out of you. I think that's well, the thing. And, and Apple. Sold the Lumia, we had this conversation. They were at 3% market share or less. You bought into. A dying platform and you knew it. Well, you send that signal that says we don't care about market share. We're doing what we're doing. You don't need to be. You don't need to be the person. I mean. Okay, Chase. They were being brave. Okay. They're putting on a happy face and hoping people bought it. And you did. Does Apple care that their their little ear pods are about the the worst selling set of headphones out there? No, they're still going to keep selling them. Yeah, they're, they're going to sell them because... But that's that's my point. If you offer something, sell it until until you at least give the time for it to run its course. It doesn't matter if it has 1% market share or 99% market share. Believe in it, back in it. Okay. Get, your, get your positive ROI however you can. That's different. That's a piece of the ecosystem that they can integrate with their laptops and their phones and their tablets and everything and the watch. The phone situation with microsoft is hey this is a dying division of a dying product like the the you know i bet throwing out all the stops to make an amazing lumina was was like a hail mary <laughs> but telling everyone we're gonna make what we're gonna make and we don't care about market share was probably just a way to put on a good face and hope people are like look they're confident we should buy into this because it's gonna be great now if i were rational that'd make me even more mad because if that was her hail mary they're playing like a middle school football team. <laughs> Considering they killed it after that, then I, that was. I felt like that was a run of the mill device at best. So where are you with tech? I mean, are, are you also not paying attention to a lot of these things? Or you, you said you're no, not I hear it all. I I, I I I I skim it and read it and follow it. Uh, I'm probably going to get the iPhone X. Laugh at me all you want. No, I I I think that's again. I'm, Apple is enticing me I'm, over here with their with their. You know, ecosystem. I just um, the, the I, price I point. I Oculus. I do VR stuff. I uh, I got my new laptop last year, and I, I love it. It's great. It's still holding up very well. So wait a second. Um, it sounds like you're just going on like normal. There's no fatigue over delight nope. device proliferation. There's no nope. fatigue from the increasing prices of all of these. You're just uh, on nope. the business or consumer side. You're a okay with it all. Yeah. Man, I I kind of wish I were in your I, shoes I, about I, that right now. No, I. Like I have a PS4. I, when the PS4 Pro came out, I got that. Got rid of my PS4. I'm probably, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about getting an Xbox One X. I want to, but the only reason I haven't pre-ordered it or or ordered it yet is because I, uh, I've been PC gaming more than Xbox gaming. But that also tempts me because then I can do the Xbox Anywhere games and have. Yeah the windows version and the xbox version and that way i can move back and forth easier that's what i think about do you play do you play the exclusive titles oh yeah yeah that's uh, the only that's pretty much the only reason to get an xbox anymore well the app support is kind of 
supposed to yeah, but be the, about fifty percent more powerful than PS4 Pro. Because, I mean, that's that's wonderful if text. you if you have a, a high end game that you want to play. Yes, but if you're looking for sort of a all around experience, the app support I is horrible on it. Experience. Who who cares that it's running Windows? Like so, Chase. Um, at night, if I want to watch a show, if I have my PS4 on, I use Plex or Netflix or Hulu through that. If I have my Xbox on, I use Plex or Hulu or Netflix through that. Yeah. I don't care. I don't need an overall experience. I have the apps I want to use are available on all the platforms. I, I have a Switch for Switch specific games like Zelda and Mario Kart. I have my Xbox. For Xbox specific games that I have, like I'm getting cracked down and I like Halo and Forza. And my PS4 is this generation is where I have most of my games. So last generation, PS3, I had it just for the exclusives. Xbox 360, I had it for everything else. It had a better social experience overall. This generation, PS4 had more power. The games looked better, played better. So I bought most of my games, 90%. If it's a cross-platform game, I buy. I bought a PS4. Uh, if it's an exclusive game, I bought an Xbox. Um, but since I got my new gaming laptop, I've been moving back into PC Master Race. So I've been playing more PC games. <laughs> and so I've made the decision to buy more games just on Steam or, or on my laptop. But some of the Xbox exclusives they do is the Xbox Anywhere. So I've been doing it that way. So I can play the Xbox or PC version, and it synchronizes my games and all that. You've led <laughs> us to a conclusion that doesn't sound like a conclusion because you just taught me something about me and all of the people. I go to where I get my, I want my content, and how I get my content is usually it doesn't matter to me too much. Um, I'm a big enough gamer that if I can only get it on one platform or the other, I'll buy both platforms. But that's see, that's exactly it. And I'm over here thinking, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's video games, a cell phone. Uh, a, you want it all to be on one platform. A business device. I don't device. care about the platform. I, I don't necessarily want it to be all on one pl- platform, but damn it, they better play well together, and I better have a completely immersive experience that follows me everywhere. Oh, screw that. Guess So think about... But I'm telling history. you, I'm telling you, as much as I'm not made for today, because that's not the way things are going, think I guarantee 90s, you that's man. the future. I, I knew this from the 90s. I hate fragmentation. Hate it. Chase, what, what did Tim Berners-Lee do? Ma- made, the, made the web, yes. And yeah, here, the web. Look this stuff so up. I remember being on a Mac, like a Mac, like old school, running OS 8, and I could browse the web. Right. And I remember getting a 46, and I could browse the web. Why do you think I want to be a, a, either a back-end web designer where, or, where I'm, I'm designing APIs for anything to consume or I want to be a front-end web designer? Because your fridge and your washer and your phone and your gaming system and your desktop and your laptop all talk HTTP. They'll, they'll run HTML and they'll run JavaScript. That is the platform you should worry about. Progressive web apps. Sp- Spotify can run on anything. Progressive web apps. Yeah, and that's by the way. Guess what? The platform doesn't matter. The web is the platform. A little bit of a teaser. Since it's the fourth quarter of the year, that means we're starting to think about next year's show and how it'll run throughout the course of the year. And Progressive Web Apps is a show we will at some point be doing. 
Yeah. But, Maybe but we'll yeah, go a little that, bit more technical into that. We haven't had a good technical one in a while. But but that's my point to me. I care about my content, and I can get it on whatever platform I need to get it on. I don't I don't care about the platform. Uh, I I do like it when they're all on one platform. But if I have to go get a different platform to get what I want, I'll do it. <sighs> See, I'm looking at my movie platforms. I've got the the Google stuff, the Microsoft stuff, Vudu, Netflix, Hulu, Plex, Cody. I'm I just give me one damn thing and integrate it all together, please. I, 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 yeah. So at that point, it's about convenience. I, yeah, sure. I just want it uh, to work, which so is why I'm thinking about Apple right now. You can get whatever you want and go through a lot of hoops to integrate them, or you can pay some more money and like just go to the platform you need or whatever. And, and so you you can pay for the convenience of it. So yeah. So like you're telling said, me you're telling me fifteen hundred two thousand dollars all in on Apple right now. You're telling me that's the best way to go for me. Uh, why are you why do you keep rounding up to two thousand? Because my God, I'm gonna have to buy everything for it. If I'm gonna go in, I got to get some new headphones. I got to get the chargers. I got to get new Bluetooth keyboard. Come on, what do you think I am, a caveman? <laughs> you're gonna need a Bluetooth <laughs> keyboard for your phone. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get one anyway. I I cannot stand typing on on that glass. I'm gonna because I I do a lot of. Uh, yeah, I'm a nerd. Sorry. I don't use Bluetooth keyboards on my phone. I mean, when, when I you, tried to do it on my iPad. When you write a bunch of curriculum and you have only yeah. your phone, it's like, oh, I can put a keyboard in my bag and be fine. So you should get the uh, was it iPad Pro with one of the, the keyboard cases. Yeah, I don't know about all that. All right. Well, that's a good place to stop. <laughs> Chris, thanks for joining me. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, take care.